constantly are a podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to going through the history and legacy of any video game platform imaginable, from ColecoVision to Xbox Series S. The list doesn't end there. Yes, the libraries of the Wii, the Wii U, the Nintendo Switch, the original Xbox, the PS2, PS3, PS4, even the Atari 7800. Nothing is off limits here on this podcast. Starting off, it'll be just myself, but if the podcast goes well, I could bring on potential guests to talk about subjects at hand. Not to mention we'll be going into any redesigns the console may have, as well as the library of potential games that made the console have a positive or negative legacy. Now, with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to the Console Era Podcast, and today we are going over the Nintendo GameCube. Now, the Nintendo GameCube was originally released in Japan on September 14th, 2001. A few months later, on November 18th, 2001, the console released in North America, and May 3rd, 2002, for Europe, and May 17th, 2002, for Australia, for the introductory price of $199. A quite competitive price at the time, especially going up against the competing PlayStation 2 at $100 more. But you have to keep in mind that this GameCube only played proprietary mini-DVDs and not the universal DVD that the PS2 did. That means that not only was the console harder to develop for and the discs contained less space to put games on, but it also couldn't play DVDs, which is probably a big part in the GameCube's downfall. Now, the GameCube was by no means a total failure. It sold okay, but it came in distant third place compared to the Xbox and especially the PS2. Now, the uh, the GameCube sold just uh, just over 20 million units, which at the time was was fine, but the Xbox and PS2 sold astronomically more, especially the PS2, as I just said. And that's not to say that GameCube didn't have very good games. In fact, it had quite a lot of them. You had Pikmin, you had Super Smash Bros. Melee, you had Metroid Prime, especially Metroid Prime. That was a big one when that came out. And you also had the, intro- the, the introduction of like Mario Golf on a home console. And Super Mario Sunshine, albeit that is a divisive game. I thought it was pretty good, though. In terms of my favorite GameCube games, I'd probably put Super Smash Bros. Melee up there, as well as the original uh, Metroid Prime and Super Mario Sunshine as just classics, because they 100% are. But that can't overshadow the fact that the GameCube was, albeit it was on par in terms of power with the PS2, the mini-discs was really what killed the console at the end of the day. Of course, the GameCube would be succeeded by the Wii, which we already did, a, which we already did a video or a podcast on, and the Wii could be backward compatible with GameCube games right out the right out the box. So you really didn't have any reason to own a GameCube if you already owned a uh, original original Wii, because later models of the Wii would take the GameCube com- uh, compatibility out. So that didn't do any GameCube. That that definitely didn't do the GameCube any favors, especially when the um, when the uh, the PS, the PS3 was uh, definitely not uh, strong out the gate compared to the Wii, so the the GameCube definitely died as soon as the Wii came out. That is not the case for the PS2. But next time we're going to be going into the third and technically newest player in the console industry. That would be Microsoft with the original Xbox. So I'll see you guys then.